Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more, an extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. Take a trip to the Gobi Desert region of southern Mongolia, and you'll see vast expanses of arid land. Endless. It's endless up in space. That's Mig Marjav Serchu, Miga for short. She spoke to us from Mongolia's capital, Ulaanbaatar. You can see sunset. It's just like you watching sunset in the ocean. You can see the sand dunes and the camels, birds. You can see something else too. Goats. Lots and lots of goats. The country is home to around 27 million of them. They outnumber people 8 to 1. These goats are critically important to the Mongolian economy and to the apparel industry. That's because once a year, they produce a substantial share of the world's cashmere. When you touch it, it's very soft. Some people say it's like a baby butt. It used to be that you could only find cashmere in high-end clothes, like a $2,000 Laura Piana turtleneck. Today, it's everywhere. Direct-to-consumer companies like Quince and Everlane sell $60 cashmere sweaters by the truckload. That's good news for the folks in Mongolia who make a living raising goats. Kashmir is a primary income source for herders, also an important pillar of the country's economy. But it's come at a cost. For the Freakonomics Radio Network, this is the Economics of Everyday Things. I'm Zachary Crockett. Today, Kashmir. If you are a goat in Central Asia, every winter you grow a second coat of hair underneath your outer coat. It's soft, it's fluffy, and it's around six times finer than human hair. This wool is called cashmere. The softest is on the belly, and you know the little areas under the arms and the chin. Carolyn Yim runs Plynets, a boutique knitwear company based in New York and Hong Kong. Her family. Has been in the textile business for three generations. I think the reason it's so prized is because it's beyond a functional product. It is a good that is associated with luxury and an elevated sense of style. That association, she says, started back in the 1960s. How it came to be? Well, I would say a lot of the. Association is with old money cashmere, like the cashmere is worn at Ivy Leagues, and the cashmere sweaters with like cigarette burns into it. And then in the 2000s, there was a lot more democratized cashmere that started to happen, and that's when we really started to see that everyone wanted a cashmere sweater. 
These days, around 30 to 40 million pounds of raw cashmere are harvested each year all over the world. In Afghanistan, Tibet, Iran, Australia, New Zealand. But 90% of the world's supply comes from China and Mongolia. In Mongolia, where Miga lives, herding was once a collectivist enterprise. But when the country's communist system was replaced by a democracy in 1990, the goat herds were privatized and families flooded into the herding business. Today, tending to cashmere goats is Mongolia's largest profession. We have over 3 million population and one-third of the population are herders. Miga manages the Mongolian Sustainable Cashmere Platform for the United Nations. In short, she spends a lot of time working with herders. While goats in neighboring China are raised on farms, Miga says Mongolian herders are nomadic. They migrate across vast distances, sometimes hundreds of miles, in search of food for their goats. They are land-connected people. They love their animal and livestock. They also love their nature. Early in the morning, they herd the animals and take them out to the pasture. They move a lot. They always go seeking for a better pasture for their animals. The cashmere is harvested with metal combs every spring and weighed out in grams. That's the standard used for international trade. On average, a goat might produce 250 grams of raw cashmere each year. The price that it fetches is governed by its color and its quality. But in general, Miga says that one goat might yield around $10 worth of cashmere. That means that it takes a herd of 500 goats to earn Mongolia's median household income of $5,000. Most herders breed new goats to ensure they have a sustainable cashmere business each season. Springtime, they collect the cashmere. Then when it comes to slaughter season in November or early December, they slaughter the animal and sell the meat to the market. Mongolia has seen tremendous inflation over the past 30 years. An item that cost the equivalent of a dollar in 1993 costs around $95 today. So even with supplemental income, it's hard to make ends meet. Economic return is not sufficient enough to cover their financial demands. Herd of family, for instance, have five children, four of them gone to the school, and the herders have to pay all that expenses in the capital city, which is now very expensive. In theory, herders could make more money if they sold their cashmere directly to processing mills. But their options are limited by Mongolia's geography. It's a vast country. You can imagine how much effort needs to be to collect all the raw material. Traders from China travel through the far reaches of Mongolia on motorbikes, collecting bags of cashmere from herders. These middlemen clean the cashmere and sell it to mills for around $100 per kilogram, more than twice what they paid for it. A portion of this raw cashmere stays in Mongolia, where it's knitted into goods by local companies. But 80% of it ends up in China. Miga wishes Mongolians could do more of that work themselves. Mongolia don't fully benefit from the cashmere industry because of this insufficient processing capacity in the country. So how does all this cashmere get turned into sweaters, scarves, mittens, and 
even underwear. That's coming up. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then, through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Economics of Everyday Things is sponsored by Indeed. With Indeed, there's no need to search for candidates. You'll just match. Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed to connect with candidates faster by scheduling, screening, and messaging. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Everyday Things. Just go to Indeed.com slash Everyday Things right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Everyday Things. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Once Kashmir is collected from herders, it makes its way all over the world. Some higher-end brands like Laura Piana export the material to Italy, where it's knitted in local factories. But most Mongolian cashmere ends up in China, where full-scale milling operations turn it into yarn. It goes through a process called carding, which draws the fibers out into strands. It is like a really, really long Santa's beard. It's really nice and fluffy. Carolyn Yim, the third-generation knitter, has visited the factories in China many times. This then is taken into the spinning machine where... The hair is twisted in two ways, kind of like a DNA structure that becomes twisted and twisted until it becomes a really long yarn. And that is finally then put onto the cone and becomes usable for knitting. By the end of this process, the cashmere is about 50% smaller. So it can take a lot of goats to make a single article of clothing. At the end of the production cycle, each sweater takes about one pound of yarn. If you're just measuring grams, it's about five or six goats for one sweater. Yim's company, Plynitz, uses this yarn to produce all kinds of cashmere goods, cardigans, leggings, shirts, most of which cost a few hundred dollars a piece. But not all cashmere is created equal. The gold standard is pure white, with strands that are 14 microns wide and 36 millimeters long. And buyers like Yim have to develop a sixth sense for sniffing it out. I think over time, 
my sensitivity with my hands has really grown. It's sort of like being a perfumer with a nose. A really good cashmere sweater will feel peachy or creamy, plush, whereas a bad cashmere sweater is dry, cardboardy, papery, thin. Cashmere goods were once a luxury, produced in small batches and priced out of reach for most consumers. But in recent years, cashmere has entered an era of mass production. A new crop of companies sells 100% cashmere sweaters for well below $100, supposedly by buying the material directly from herders and cutting out the middleman. But Yim says some brands keep prices down by using less material or by making their sweaters from lower quality fibers. You're taking not just the hair from the belly, you're taking areas that you wouldn't have before to make up for that demand. And then using methodology afterwards, such as different ways of bleaching. I think this is happening a lot now, even with high-end brands. The luxury cashmere sweater today is not the same as what it was 20 years ago. Mongolia has responded to this boom in demand by cranking up cashmere production. Since 1990, the country's goat population has exploded from 5 million to 27 million. That's had an impact on the landscape. Goats consume up to 11% of their body weight in grass, shrubs, and weeds every day. They eat close to the roots, preventing plants from regrowing. Their sharp hooves damage topsoil. Scientists have found that overgrazing has contributed to the degradation of 70% of Mongolia's grasslands. Miga says Mongolian officials have attempted a number of things to combat these issues, including livestock taxes to fund revegetation. They know that the land is foundation for everything, their livelihood and their animals. They're not stupid. <laughs> they are willing to pay that money and they realize the issues. In northern China, measures have been more drastic. Most herding operations have been confined to farms. In recent years, the Chinese government has a very particular approach to how the flocks can live. The goats are in corrals so that they are not roaming around free. And the region faces an even graver threat, climate change. Most of Mongolia's landscape is made up of drylands that are prone to becoming deserts. Temperatures are up, rainfall is down, and factories that produce cashmere garments are under pressure to adapt new sustainability standards. Environmental permits can cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yim says that in some major production hubs in China, these costs have put up to 50% of small to medium-sized knitwear manufacturers out of business in the last five years. Even the most diligent operations are struggling to comply. I do not have the hubris to claim I have 100% sustainability because it's completely impossible. Together, increased demand, overgrazing, and climate change mean that cashmere is getting worse. I'm unable to find the quality that we had 20 years ago. In Inner Mongolia, the cashmere fiber width has been steadily 
increasing and that's not a good thing. You can't just increase yield of goat hair so quickly to meet up with demand. These are prickly issues for something as soft as a baby's butt. But Mongolians like Miga are invested in creating a sustainable future for the trade. Because Kashmir is more than a material used to make really soft sweaters. It's a part of the country's identity. This nomadic way of herding practice has been in the country hundreds, hundreds of years. The international demand is going up. The country has to control in terms of impact, environmental impact, social impact, and also economic impact for that commodity. That's a lot of challenges. <laughs> for the economics of everyday things, I'm Zachary Crockett. This episode was produced by Sarah Lilly with help from Lyric Bowditch and mixed by Jeremy Johnston. In Mongolia, they wash it with just shampoo or with detergent, and it's just everybody wears it. The Freakonomics Radio Network, the hidden side of everything. Stitcher. Vacations are always good. Sometimes they're even great. And Celebrity Cruises is about to ruin all of that. Because once you explore with us, you'll never want a vacation any other way. And with new Quick Caribbean Escapes, you'll never want a weekend any other way either. Celebrity Cruises. Nothing comes close. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Ships Registry, Malta and Ecuador. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more, an extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. 